Hello, Mission Kids! Courtney here. It is a great day that the Lord has made. Happy Friday, my friends. It is November 6th. It has been quite a long week for probably most of the adults in your life, so I'm going to encourage you to give them some extra kindness as we head into the weekend. On today's episode, we are going to end on a high note for the week and learn about the first Christian symbols. And I really learned a lot from this, so I'm excited for all of you to learn it too. You probably all know what a symbol is. Symbols are ways that people communicate with simple signs or pictures. And in the earliest years of the Jesus movement, Christians chose to mark their worship spaces and monuments with a handful of images and words that told the story of their faith and offered a vision of how they claimed and celebrated life in Jesus. And in times of persecution, which was a time in which it wasn't a good thing to be a Christian or to follow God in any way, these symbols allowed the Christians to share their faith with, with each other without others knowing what those symbols meant. Some Christians marked gravestones with anchors. So our first symbol is an anchor. The anchor was an image of hope and stability in the middle of what was for many people a stormy and unpredictable life. Writing in the second half of the first century, the author of the letter Hebrews in the Bible uses the image of an anchor to describe Christian hope in Christ. Our next symbol is the word for fish in Greek, which was ichthys, I-C-H-T-H-Y-S. It contains five letters, I is a letter, C-H is a letter, T-H is a letter, and Y is a letter, and S is a letter in the Greek language. So at some point in the first century, some clever Christian noticed that these letters together told the basic story at the heart of the new faith. I stood for Jesus, CH stood for Christ, TH stood for God, Y stood for Son, and S stood for Savior. So the first Christians found, crammed into the simple and common word fish, a shorthand way of teaching, learning, and remembering the basic confession of faith. Early Christians also used the image of a ship to describe and celebrate the experience of faith. The Bible story of Noah's Ark describes a small group of humans and other creatures being saved from the destruction of God's judgment. The first Christians understood the church to be in the same boat, get it, boat, ship, (laughs) a people gathered by Christ into an ark of safety. The inside were protected from the chaos and storms of life. And then some of the first Christian symbols were simply arrangements of the Greek letters in Jesus' name or title. One symbol, called the Cairo, is simply the first two letters of the Greek word Christ stacked on top of each other. 
Two other letter symbols that were common among the early Christians are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet, Alpha and Omega, because Jesus said he was the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, which is found in the book of Revelation. Some of you may actually know what that symbol of Cairo looks like. It looks like a long P with an X through the bottom of it, and it is still commonly seen today. It's also common belief that in both the anchor and in the image of a ship, that they contained the cross, a way for Christians to see their own important meaning in the more familiar sign. So it wasn't just a standard ship or anchor that would be used, but it would explicitly have a cross within it. And that was a common way to know that that was a Christian symbol. But you're probably wondering, shouldn't there be all sorts of crosses? That's what we know Christianity to be about. We see them everywhere around us. We always see crosses in church. And though the cross is hidden somewhat in many of the symbols, the anchor, the ship, and even some of the letters, Christians didn't like to use the cross by itself as a symbol. You see, crucifixion was a punishment for traitors, bandits, murderers, and slaves, and it took a while for Christians to make up their own minds about how they felt about Jesus' execution on a cross and what the cross meant and how to describe it. Within a century or so, the cross was to become the most important and most recognizable symbol of Christianity, but it wasn't the first. I, for one, am pretty intrigued by how it took a whole century, 100 years, to determine that we like the cross enough to make sure it's in all of our churches today. So what do you guys think about all of these Christian symbols? And how are you feeling about learning all this church history? I'm really enjoying it, and I hope you are too. But make sure you call into the podcast and tell me what you're thinking. I'd love to hear from you. Any questions that you have, any thoughts that you have, any prayer requests. It's been a while since I've gotten any prayer requests on the podcast. Remember that you can give me a call anytime you'd like. The number is both in the description of the podcast and it is at the end of the podcast too. Our memory verse for the week comes from the book of Genesis chapter 16 verse 13. You are a God of seeing. And now let us enter into a time of prayer. I praise my God this day. I give myself to God this day. I ask God to help me this day. You may lift up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord during this time. And now, as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has taught us, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, 
forever and ever. Amen. Do you have a question for me, your lovely host, Courtney? Or do you want a chance to end up on the next podcast? Whether it be a birthday shout out, a prayer request, or just a funny joke, if you give me a call, your voice might be heard on the next episode. Call me at 423-708-5354. Can't wait to hear from you. And remember kids, God loves you. And you should make your parents some breakfast this weekend. I'm sure they would love it. Have a great weekend, y'all.